Hello everybody, welcome to the Vibe Podcast. This is episode 3 of season 2, what it do. Um, I am so happy to be back with another episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the first two episodes of season 2. If you haven't listened to them, please do go and have a listen after this, of course. And um, thank you guys for coming back. Um, today, I'm alone. I'm doing the solo dolo, so you know what it is. It's going to be a short and sweet episode okay let's get into it so the quote for this episode right and i've been thinking a lot about this but when i'm not recording life happens and things come to me and i feel like it's only important for me to share because this is a platform that it's it's the platform where i share the most you know um of course i do share on twitter and instagram but you know this is more one-on-one this is more conversational and i can like elaborate more on my thoughts as opposed to like just tweeting one line and then not really going into detail and no one really asks what do you mean you know um so yeah one of the things that or rather a quote for the episode i really want to do this often i did mention it in my other episodes that i just want to you know give you guys some gems before we get into the episode you know so one of the quotes that i got is life goes on you guys have heard this so many times so many people have said it it's been in songs and all of that but it's the truth you guys like life doesn't stop because one bad thing happens or one good thing happens people carry on living and pursuing regardless of what's happened to you and yes you may feel the pain you may feel the grief of what's happening but everything and everyone around you is still living and still continuing with their lives and I guess that it becomes your responsibility to pick yourself up and keep moving, like keep it going. You know, if someone has done something bad to you, don't hold on to a grudge, don't hold on to unforgiveness because even though you're holding on to that, that person's life is still carrying on and you just need to put it upon yourself to continue with life. Otherwise, those emotions are going to weigh you down and you are thinking that your feelings or emotions towards them is going to slow down their life when it's it's not. And you're going to constantly feel this pain or this anger and it's really going to slow you down. So life does go on. Like it literally goes on, guys. And um, there's a song. Uh, uh, what's it called again? How can I forget? Oh, Uboma Bumanga by Sanal Musician and Psyche. It's re- literally one of my favorite songs. If you guys have a chance, just listen to it. Um, it's in it's closer. If you don't understand the the meanings or the meaning of the words, there is a lyrical video on t- on, on YouTube, sorry, that has the Tessa words and the English words and you guys can literally read what the words are saying. It's a very inspirational song. I'm obsessed with it. Literally, it's... I think I listen to it every day <laughs> and it's just a reminder that life goes on and so should you like regardless of what's happening regardless of your circumstances you should just keep pushing and keep moving forward um, and I think it's relevant to the times that we're living in you know in this pandemic everything seems like it's at a standstill but it's not there are so many wins um, this year as much losses as they are there are also wins and I think it's very important that you know you should remember that life goes on. No, Life is not at a standstill. It will continue moving forward, regardless of a global pandemic. And I think the song is also a reminder 
you know, to believe in yourself and believe in what you do, whether it's school, whether it's work, whether it's your side hustle, whatever it is that you're doing, you should keep at it. So, yeah, that's just my tea, my, my, my gem for the week, for the episode, rather. So I do hope that you guys take it in and you know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. So let's get into this episode, you guys. Um, this is Hip Reply 2.0 because what I did was I asked a few people, you know, agony aunt questions on Instagram. And of course, I didn't get a lot of questions because, you know, not everyone is trying to let you know about their problems. But obviously, I'm going to keep it anonymous. But I want to say shout out and thank you to everyone who sent in their questions. You guys are helping the girl create some content. So we are truly, truly grateful. Uh, really appreciate it. So, we're going to get into these questions. And I'm going to answer them as best as I can. Bear in mind, I am in no way, shape or form a psychologist. <laughs> uh, I'm just someone who, you know, I'll give you my opinion or my thoughts on it. Um, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a wellness guru. I just, I'm just a hun. <laughs> I'm just a girl. And my opinions may not necessarily be the same as yours as the person listening which is fine um it's okay <laughs> it's okay y'all can tweet me i've had a couple of people tweet me about some of the stuff that has been said on the podcast which is fine i really do not mind as a matter of fact i like that i like that so keep them coming okay let's get into the first one. Ooh, my ex oh wow yeah yeah, my ex. Okay. Alright, here's the question. <laughs> my ex keeps texting me, but he ghosted me, child. He wants small talk. Should I ignore him? Blocker Facebook, blocker Instagram, blocker WhatsApp, blocker Twitter, blocker, 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 blocker. Guys, people who want... um unlimited access to your life and on their terms those kind of people do not deserve to be in your life people who ghost you come back when they feel like it with no explanation want to carry on with life like nothing has happened those kind of people are very toxic and they're not good they're not good for anyone's well-being let alone themselves because they're just in and out of people's lives which is very unfair um so my advice is block him right and if you don't want to block him because i know it's not that easy guys it's really not that easy to block someone that you really like or to ignore someone that you really had feelings for especially if the person ghosted you and you're not like and you're also trying to get some closure like damn what went wrong you know if you really want the closure if you really want to figure out what's going on before you make the big decision of blocking the person i suggest have a grown-up conversation like Number one, why did you ghost me? Number two, um, what do you want from me? Like, what is it that you want from me? And also, I think it's very important to let people know how you feel. Like, you ghosted me. I don't appreciate that. I don't like that kind of behavior. I will not put up with that kind of behavior. I think sometimes having grown-up conversations... Sorry. Having up before you make big decisions is important because if you just block the person, you're going to feel this guilt like, oh, what if... What if he was going through something? Or what if I had said something? You know what I mean? So I think my 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 best, you know, 
the best advice that I can give you is have the conversation. And if you feel like the conversation is not necessary because it's been had before, then just block. Remove that person out of your life. Um, people shouldn't just have access to you whenever they feel like it. And also people treat you how you, um, how you allow them to treat you. So you need to set the precedent as to how people should treat you when they come into your life. They need to come correct or they don't come at all. Can I get an amen? Thank you. Amen. Okay, <laughs> so I really hope that helped. Um, the second question is, I feel sad all the time. I don't know why, especially when I'm alone. Um, I get it, right? I get it. It may be a sense of loneliness. I'm not a psychologist. I wouldn't know. But I think it's important to know why you need to... Self-love is the best love, guys. You need to know yourself. You need to know why is it that you feel sad when you're alone most of the time. Is it because you're overthinking? Does it remind you of a certain, you know, um, space or time in your life where you were alone and it was really tough? Um, but there's certain things that you can do when you're alone. Maybe, actually no, you should do some certain things by yourself so that you can get used to being alone. Um, codependency is an issue because... People aren't always going to be there for you. People aren't always going to be around you. People aren't always going to be there. You have to learn how to be by yourself. And I think there's certain things that you can do. Journaling, listening to music, um, reading. What is it that you like doing that can be done by yourself? Taking a walk. Um, being by yourself shouldn't be sad. Um, I don't think it should be sad at all. I really think that everyone should be able to be comfortable being by themselves so i really think you know like even if you have to go to therapy if you have access to it do that so that you can learn how to be by yourself and figure out what is it about being by yourself that makes you sad and you said you feel sad all the time so i don't think it's necessarily when you're alone if you feel sad all the time there's something happening in you in you that's making you sad and you need to find some sense of joy and I think that's where the you know the root solution is is finding some sense of joy within yourself and your surroundings so yeah I, I hope I hope that kind of helped that advice you know to either seek therapy talk to somebody journal pray listen to music do something fun work out um, get your dopamine up, you know, by working out, and yeah, spend time with people who make you happy, and remind you that life is not as bad as it seems sometimes, yeah, go up, but you know, we always come back, and you need those kind of people around you to remind you, but we let back good life, you know, so yeah, I hope that helps. Question number three is, what has 2020 taught you? It has taught me that people don't care. <laughs> Um, I mean, if you're saying people don't care in terms of like how the pandemic is spreading and people not taking necessary uh, necessary precautionary measures, um, in that instance, I mean, I get you. Um, I feel like for me, well, to answer your first question, what has 2020 taught me? I think it goes back to my quote, um, the quote of the um for the episode, which is "Life goes on." That what that's what 2020 has taught me is that regardless of you know, the world coming to a standstill and literally being sort of at the mercy of a, of a, of this virus, 
people are still living things are still happening people human beings have found ways to survive all the time we found ways to live regardless of what's happening that's what 2020 has taught me it's taught me that if anything you just need to keep going you just need to keep going um you said it's taught you that people don't care I wouldn't necessarily say people don't care. It goes back to what I said. People will continue to live their lives. People will continue to live their lives. And to you, that may seem like they don't care. But it's sort of like, yeah, I don't... It's sort of like they don't care. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, I don't care. I'm just going to do me regardless. Or, yeah, I don't care. I'm still going to go out. Yeah, I don't care. I'm still going to, you know, I'm still going to do me. So... Yeah, and I think people not doing the right things when it comes to the pandemic, um, that's not cool. You're putting a lot of people's lives in danger, not only the public, but your own family. And I think in that instance, people should really take into consideration the things that they do. So, yeah, but that's what 2020 has taught me, that life, life, yeah, that's, that's the one thing I'm learning, or I've learned. Um... The next one, okay, these are kind of similar, but okay, cool. My friends seem to be less, my friendship, sorry, seem to be less strong this year. What must happen? <laughs> what must happen, sis? <laughs> um, I think also, are you like, <sighs> you see, the thing is, it's very difficult now. I don't want to say it's very difficult to maintain friendships in a pandemic because People are still seeing their boyfriends, their girlfriends. People are still going to work. Um, unless unless your friendships are long distance now because maybe you guys are like friends on campus and it's not like you guys are not at school every day. I don't know. I don't know the dynamics of your friendship. But I do think we should nurture our friendships the same way we nurture our relationships. Um, I was reading this tweet where people are like, we don't take our friendships as seriously as our relationships, like with our boyfriends and girlfriends. And I was like, okay, that's kind of true because people will jump over hoops to see their boyfriends or their girlfriends, but they wouldn't do the same. They wouldn't do the same for their friends. And I think that's where the issue is. I think um, if anything, just check up on your friends, um, call them, text them, um, you know, have a, a group video chat or a group whatsapp chat i mean whatsapp call or something i don't know if that's possible <laughs> um but yeah just like call your friends five minutes each how are you doing what's going on what are you up to um and if you have been doing that and it's not reciprocated then it was just tough luck like i feel like when friendships end it's sad but such is life it happens um and it's really sad especially if you've been doing the most on your part and they haven't um so what must happen now is just try and nourish your friendships but also it should be reciprocated so yeah that's my tea uh someone asked for the link to the podcast (laughs) um link to the podcast on my instagram is on my bio um and the link to the podcast on my twitter is on my bio as well and for soundcloud i haven't been uploading the podcast as much because it's a bit uh tricky um so i do suggest that you guys listen on other platforms uh when the episodes are out they're out on all the other platforms as well so you guys can catch it there so yeah if you're having issues 
Well, you wouldn't be having issues if you're listening here. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, if, let's say, for some odd reason there's an issue, just hit me up on my socials, DM, whatever, and let me know what the issues are, and we will try and fix it as best as we can. Um, the next question, I don't even know what number one. <laughs> the next question is, I want to create content. I don't know on which platform, and I'm also scared. I don't know on which media or platform, and I'm also scared. Girl, create your content. The time is now. The time has arrived. The digital age has arrived. Create that content in the best way that you know how. In the best way that you are most comfortable. You don't know on which platform. Which platform are you most comfortable with? I chose podcasting because I know myself. I'm a perfectionist. Video would have killed me. One I would have wanted to look good all the time regardless of the fact that I don't have makeup on two I would have been like oh my gosh I look so fat no we're not posting that <laughs> um three sitting down finding space making sure the space is beautiful it, it would have been a lot of work for me so I was like okay cool podcasting I can talk as well like I can actually talk and have conversations and look crusty I'm currently wearing pajama pants and a sports bra and slippers right now and I'm comfortable with that but I'm still able to create content it's still hard being a podcaster because you still have to figure out what are you going to talk about who are you going to invite are people going to be able to make it are people interested are people going to listen just because it's an easier platform for me to work with doesn't mean it's necessarily easy Meaning, whatever platform you choose, there's still going to be a bit of difficulty, but you need to pick the one that you are most comfortable with. And if you want to do YouTube, go for it as well. Um, I, I want to get onto YouTube as well because I feel like most people are visual people. They want to see the face. They want to see the faces behind the voices. And yeah, so I'm thinking of getting into that. But anyway, being scared. Listen, guys. Faith over fear. Never let your fears stop you from doing what you want to do. Never, ever, ever. Just go for it. The thing that you are most scared of doing is the thing that could lead you to your greatest achievements and accomplishments. So your success is is outside of your comfort zone. Your success is outside your fear. So just break through it. I'm not saying I wasn't scared. I was shitting myself. I was supposed to start this podcast a year ago. And I only started it this year. So, just look past your fear and, you know, your anxiety. Um, I'm three episodes deep into season two and I still get anxious when I have to put out an episode because this is important to me and I want it to sound good. I want people to be interested, but I still get anxious, but I do it regardless. So, you just need to be brave and fearless and just do it. So, create that content, pick the platform that's more comfortable for you and do it do it do it regardless of how scared you are yeah i hope that helps (laughs) okay the next one my boyfriend is okay with being bare minimum is that my fault because i let him (laughs) um this is a loaded question because i have a lot of opinions on it and i really think i should actually have an episode about you know, bare minimum in dating. Let's see, let me think. 
okay cool he's okay with being bare minimum okay i'm gonna go back to first first of all bare minimum is different for for people right my bare minimum and someone else's bare minimum could be different right i may be very excited when my boyfriend stops at the garage to fill you know to at the gas station to fill petrol and then he comes back with like red bull for me that could be like oh my gosh he loves me right and someone else may be like um that's standard procedure the fuck right um whereas for me flowers are standard procedure but it's still you know it's still a nice gesture but it's like okay you know because when you're accustomed to certain things in dating um the bar is set higher if you're used to getting flowers every month when your next boyfriend gets you flowers a standard procedure because you're like okay can you bump it up a notch you know can you get a hundred roses i don't know but what i'm saying is bare minimum for people is different and if your boyfriend is okay with just doing the bare minimum and not going a notch higher and you want him to go higher like i don't want to say have the conversation because also how do you have the conversation it's very difficult but i do feel like if you're not happy with what you are getting now you first need to ask yourself why are you comparing your relationship to someone else's relationship perhaps perhaps I'm not saying you are i'm just saying look at first introspect guys first introspect like okay cool um i'm gonna make an example with roses right he gets you roses on your birthday and um you expected more for your birthday i feel like maybe have the conversation because if it's if it's a matter of him being comfortable doing nothing versus him being comfortable just Just doing, like, okay, cool. I'm trying to put this in a nice way. I'm trying to think. Okay, cool. There's there's the bare minimum of being, like, stingy. There's the bare minimum of just being, like, how, but you could do more, right? The bare minimum of being stingy, we don't even have the conversation because we do not tolerate that at all. We do not tolerate that at all. But I do think the one who is being bare minimum but still doing stuff is putting in effort. However, I do feel like, you know, we can, we can, we can do more. We can do a bit more. And I think it's okay to want more as a girlfriend. But also, is it in his, is it in his, um, price range or whatever? Is it in his, is he able to do that for you? So I really think you should just examine the situation and also have a conversation with him. Like, it's okay to be like, your babe, um... You know, we always at your place Netflixing and chilling and we'd really like us to go out for lunch. You know? Um Yo babe, I know I like KFC, but like we're always getting KFC. <laughs> Can we get something else? You know what I mean? Um have those conversations. I think communication in relationships is very important and it kinda of gives you an idea of where the other person's mindset is and kind of gives the other person an idea of where you are so yeah i talk about it i know i said a lot but i did say that this question is loaded because this it's not just black and white you know there's like a gray area there so yeah 
But also, I go back to what I said. People will treat you the way you allow them to treat you. So, don't allow bare minimum if it's not what you want. Because he's going to think you're okay with it. And maybe that's why he's okay with it. Think about it like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I hope that helps. Okay, the next one is interesting. I like this hand, but how do I tell her? Yo, you know what? I just go go for go for the jugular. Go for the jugular. Just go tell her straight. I'm one person who appreciates, and I think a lot of hands from what I see appreciate a, a gent who's like, listen, this is what I want, and this is how I feel. Um, I appreciate being told how you feel and look if you get rejected it is what it is i always tell people guys rejection is redirection that's it like rejection is painful but but also at the same time it's like we move dog we move in it so just tell her you like her because dilly dallying around it and just you know circling around the whole situation is not going to help anybody because at what point are you going to tell her that you like her um, and if you can show her and tell at the same time, that's even better. That's even better. You know what I'm saying? So straight up tell her, um, if you die, you die. And that's it. Like, there's no other way to do it. Just tell her. Just tell her. Um, the next one. I want to date, but so <laughs> Um, that's it. Just date. Uh, just date. Uh, you know what? I feel like if you're talking about you want to be a girlfriend, like you want a a boyfriend, you obviously need to find a boyfriend or a boyfriend needs to find you. But if you're talking about going on dates, meeting up with gents, just hanging out and seeing your options, definitely do that. I feel like there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. I am a hundred percent for multi dating. Um, and may the best man win at this point, or the best woman, rather. And, no, why am I saying rather? May the best man or woman win. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, whoever you want to date, uh, date, and see what your options are, and may the best person win at that point. So, yeah, and when you got dating... I get why you're afraid of dating. The game is cold. <laughs> People are moving mad. And it's scary, but oh man, once you're in it, you're in it, right? And heartbreak is scary, but I think just just do it as well. Like I'm also gonna say just do it. I think you know, I don't wanna say you have nothing to lose. Some people have lost their sanity guys. <laughs> They've lost their sanity, but I think if you want to do it, you also guys go back to what I said about self introspection. Why do you want to date? Why do you want to get back into the game? You know, why are you doing it because everybody's doing it? Um, are you doing it because age is, is an issue? Just really, if you want to do it because you want to do it, then do it. Um, yeah, that's what I had to say about Jola, guys. Just, just go for it. And the thing about dating Jola is when it's good, it's great. And when it's bad, it's horrible. So you just got to take the good with the bad, I guess. 
you know Alrighty, I did say that this episode is going to be short and sweet, so we have reached our last question, and oh, this one is very triggering because I feel it. <laughs> it says, I don't like how my body looks, I've gained weight and I feel ugly. Child, are you me? Because I relate, honey. Um, I relate, I relate, I relate. Um... One, yes, I too do not like how my body looks. Two, yes, I have gained weight as well. And three, I do kind of feel for ugly. But we work around that. Um, so what I have been doing is trying to eat healthy, fasting, working out. And it just, it's not working as quickly as I would like it to work. Um, I, I gain weight because of the medication that I'm taking for my, for my asthma. And you see, because it's not eating weight and it's more like medication weight, I don't know how to. Uh, I don't know how to deal with that. Like I don't know how to tackle that issue. You know what I mean. So I'm still working around it. I'm still trying to figure out ways on how to, you know, lose weight or just keep in shape, um, while taking the medication, or maybe try and find an find an alternative to you know my my illness which is not that hectic but yeah it gets hectic so anyway it's not about me it's about you you don't like your body and you know you've been waiting you feel ugly i feel like it's very important to see the things that you love about yourself first i know this is cliche oh my gosh inner beauty yada yada and that's not helpful because when you've gained weight and you feel ugly, that's all you see in the mirror, right? And I think it's very important to, first of all, have a sit down, have a conversation with yourself and be like, okay, cool, I don't like how I look. What are we going to do about it, sis? What are we going to do about this weight gain? What are we going to do about how we feel about ourselves? Because how you feel about yourself can really impact um, everything else around you, your confidence, how you interact with people, how you interact with life in itself. So I think take it one step at a time. Do your research on your body type. Do your research on what kind of diets you want to go on to. Diets that are comfortable. And also it's not like hectic. You don't have to go through like super, super, super hectic stuff. Because eating clean is so expensive. So maybe you could start off by like your portions. Lessening your portions. And then maybe you could do like 30 skips a day. Or 30 jumping jacks a day. You know, start off small and get your mind and your body in sync with, okay, we're doing this. Because your mind could already decide that we're doing this, but physically, it's like, no. Now I've got to skip. 30 skips. It sounds like a lot. But once you start doing the work, once you start putting in the work, your mind is like, okay, so we're really doing this. And it's going to take some time. It's not going to be an easy thing. It's not going to happen overnight. You might cheat. You know, you might have a bigger portion um, than you're supposed to. You know, if you're fasting, I go on a a 8 to to 12 fast. So 8 p.m. to 12 p.m. the next day. Um, That's the fast that I go on. And sometimes in the morning I wake up hungry and then I eat and then... You know, you don't beat yourself up on those things, but you just consciously make better eating decisions, um, 
physical, you know, try and walk around, just make better decisions for your body and then take it one step at a time, one day at a time. Don't be hard on yourself. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy. Weight loss journey is not an easy journey. It's just, it's actually, uh, how can I say this? It's actually like very tedious, man. And it's emotionally draining because you, you, you do like, you do so much and you expect results and then there's no results. And then you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be fat forever and ugly. And then on some days you feel like, oh, I look good, you know? So it's very, it's a roller coaster, but you keep at it regardless and you just make better decisions. Like instead of having four biscuits, have two, you know, those kind of decisions. Instead of having, you know, rolls, rather have the chicken and whatever else on the side. Just make healthier decisions. You know, instead of having a full six pack of brutal fruit, have three. <laughs> you know, just make better decisions. And yeah, that, that should help. I really hope it helps. And um, you are a beautiful person inside out. And I really hope that you start seeing that and not feel so ugly because you're not ugly okay (laughs) um yeah guys that is it for episode three i do hope you guys enjoyed it and thank you guys to everyone once again who sent in their questions these are some cool questions and i'm excited for the next episode i think it's gonna be fun i think people are gonna enjoy it i hope they do um but yeah Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 3 of the Vibe Podcast. Please don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend to tune in. Let's get these numbers up. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you guys for listening. Love and light to all of y'all. Bye.